The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. Another episode of Positive Talk Radio. I'm glad you're here because we've got a great conversation for you today. Uh, our guest is named Eileen Head, and she is affectionately known as the Relationship Whisperer because we all... We all have relationships of one kind or another, and somehow they all seem to kind of um, have troubles from time to time. And, and she's one that can help you um, navigate through that and help each other, you and your partner, grow together or not, depending upon your personality traits and, and where you're in, and a whole bunch of stuff. But we're going to talk about that. Eileen, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited about the conversation we're going to have. I, I am too. I am too. We talked a lot just a couple of days ago yeah. and I'm supposed to see, I'm, I'm supposed to do what's called a 15 minute interview just to make <laughs> sure that we're all right. I can never do that. It never, it, and so that was like doing an actual show. And so, well, some of them we may repeat here, some of it we may not, but uh, it's more important that uh, we let people know uh, what you do and why you do it and, and kind of your background and where it all came from. So where did it all come from? <laughs> well, I was, uh, you know, began, well, my personal growth started when I was struggling in my marriage and ended up being in a marriage for 35 years and, and just couldn't figure out, we were great people, same values, same morals, same goals. Why was it that we couldn't connect? Why wasn't it that we could come together on a, um, a connection, you know, a heart connection and I, you know, I read stacks of self-help books. I took lots of self-help courses and I thought there's got to be somewhere. There's, there's the secrets to relationships somewhere. And after I left that marriage, I found the Enneagram personalities and um, I became very passionate about it because when I read my profile, it was like reading my own biography. It was like, this is what's great about me. Oh, I like that. I like that. And then it, it showed you the parts that were challenging that other people felt challenging about me. And well, that stung a bit, but I saw the truth in that. And when you take those uh, challenges and build them into strengths, um, it really gives you a foundation of who am I and what is it that I'm What's my value to the world and what do people value in me? Cause that's what we're all searching for. I, 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 yeah, that is what we're all searching for. But I wanted to ask you because I've heard of, you know, biograms and, and a lot of different, you know, um, astrology readings and, and, and what is an Enneagram? So an Enneagram is there's nine personalities. So there's nine perceptions of the world, nine ways of thinking, feeling, acting, reacting, 
and nine uh, ways that we feel emotionally loved. What is our core emotional need? And so the Enneagram has been around since the 1700s. It's a well-respected personality model. It's based on scientific data. Um, it's used in, in large corporations for leadership style, all kinds of religions use it, therapists use it, and people use it for personal growth because it's, it's very accurate. When you find your home personality type, it's very, very accurate. And, you know, on those days, like, what's happening? Why is it happening? Or you're triggered and you're thrown in the ditch. You know, for me, it's like, okay, for my personality, I know exactly what that is. What is I'm triggered? Why other people may have no idea uh, why that I've been upset about that and how to get myself back out of the ditch. So it's a very deep uh, personality growth uh, model. And it also has a spiritual component to help you become the best person you can be. I think, and I could be wrong, but I think I took one of those tests way back when in, oh gosh, in like 1980. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was startling because uh. the, the, the way it came back was that, and the, theirs was more tied to business because I was, I was seeking a management position with the company and uh, they, they wanted to take me to take this test. And so I did. And it, it came back that, the two areas that it focused on, one was sales uh -huh. and the other one was management skills. Uh -huh. And uh, they said that I was in the top 50%, 5-0% of salespeople, uh -huh. which, which actually turned out to be true. I was good, but I wasn't very good. It wasn't. And so as a sales guy, I was kind of okay. Uh -huh. but, uh, but in the management side, they, they came back and they said, because there were like 20 questions, as I recall. Does that ring a bell? Does that sound familiar at all? I think that's probably a different, uh, a similar model, but different. Um, the Enneagram um, shows you how your personality was formed as a child to get your needs met. And it's a survival technique. And so what happens is, uh, as a child, we look out and we, we form this belief in order to get the most love and attention, I need to be this way. So then we form patterns that become roles, that become personalities, and people believe, well, this is just who I am. But the beautiful thing about the Enneagram, not only does it show you your, your gifts and your challenges, but how to get out of those patterns that are sabotaging you. So they do have models for business. They have your leadership style, conflict style, anger style, love style, language style, you know, even body um, patterns, thinking, feelings. So it's a real tool that when people learn it and learn the nine different patterns, they don't need to know which personality you might be, but they can see a pattern and go, oh, I know that person and what they're looking for or what they need or why they might be reacting this way. And as you do the personal growth, you can let go of the need um, to be right, you can let go of your needs and respond to others. You, you can see when people are upset and say, I can see you're upset and I'm sorry you're upset. How can we resolve this? It gives you so many skills to create those connections. And in love relationships, and if you're single looking for a partner, it's hugely beneficial. I can imagine because knowledge is power. Oh, and if you, if you understand what the person that 
you're talking to what they are really like, mm -hmm. then it would solve a <laughs> solve a whole bunch of problems without investing 30 years in the in, in the process. Yeah, because what couples fight about is not what they're fighting about. There's there's underlying issues that their needs aren't being met. And it comes out into, would you please, you know, you're not closing the cupboard doors and you're doing this and you're doing that. That's not really what's going on. And so when you can identify and what I do is I, for couples, I interpret for them. This is how your partner is thinking. This is why they might be upset and why you, this wouldn't upset you. Um, and how to how to respond to that and and you know in the stay or go coaching that I do it, it's to really identify um, you know do you really want to go or do you want to reconnect reignite and rejuvenate the relationship and that's what we work on first in that situation I bring couples together and you know this this one couple one of my recent clients they were they came to me and they were done they'd been to therapists they were done fix it or we're done and it wasn't very many sessions. And the last session they went out, there was a sparkle in their eye and they were looking at each other. And, you know, all those things uh, could be put to the side because they could really understand and, and not only understand, but accept each other and respond to each other. And they remembered why they got together in the first place, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nope. but we forget that, right, when our needs aren't being met. You know, the, the biggest relationship uh, sin is justification. You know, one person says, well, you know, I'm upset because you're doing this, and then the other person justifies why they do it. This person gets more upset because they're not being heard, it's not being resolved, and then down we go into the split. So, you know, one of the things I, is, is uh, you know, forget the justification, just say, what do you need from me? What is it that I can give you? So what you're telling me is that when I was married, and I was married <laughs> for 24 years, that that when I left the knife in the peanut butter, that <laughs> wasn't what she was mad about. No, it wasn't. Nope. It, you know, if she was a rule keeper, it was because you weren't following the rules, and the rules were important to her, and why wouldn't you follow the rules when the rules were important to her? And to you, it's like, who cares about knife in the peanut butter? <laughs> well, and it became kind of fun for me because I would leave it in there intentionally. Oh, and, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, I did. I I did. Well, we we ended up having a bit of a rocky ending to the relationship and, and stuff. But but again, you know, um, Eileen, well, for, first of all, I got to do this. If you want to follow along, go to EileenHead.com. And that's her website. You can find out all about her, um, the personality tests that she does, um, the different programs she offers, and all of that. So that's Eileen, that's E-I-L-E-E-N, head.com. And you can find out all the information you need to about her. And you can contact her for a free introductory uh, session so that you can decide if it's a good fit and uh, if, if it is a good place for you to be. Um, because everybody's a little bit different, but, but, uh, yeah, no, we, <clears throat> we were married for, for 24 years and it was, um, and tell me if I doubt you've ever had anyone come into your door that was like this. Our relationship is entirely superficial. We don't talk about, we just live our lives and we don't talk about anything deep. If something's bother of us, bothering us, we bury it. Um, we don't talk about it and we just kind of coexist. Uh, that was my 35-year marriage. <laughs> 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 so, 
so yeah yeah that's a thing <laughs> it's, it's it's a big thing it can uh, be a thing well but yeah you started when you were 18 i mean that you were just a baby when you got married i met yeah i met my husband at 16 and married at 18 and thought we'd be married forever he was my prince charming and you know it it it, it it's so heart uh rendering you can be with the love of your life but your love can die if it's not nurtured if you're not connecting, if you're not responding to each other, if you don't know how to respond to each other, and if you're single and you're going out there looking for relationships and you don't know what your your um, uh, relationship currency is, what you bring to a relationship, what's great about you, a lot of times what's pointed out and what we know is the stuff that challenges us and challenges other people, and that's what we tend to focus on instead of building that, you know, this is what I bring to a relationship and and these are my good points and I'm working on this other stuff now that I see it. So for me, I'm a two supporter personality and I had no idea that I could be intrusive with my helping. What? Who doesn't want my help, right? And a lot of people were, yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> and, and and so, you know, it was quite eye-opening to me that I was I was enabling people, I was rescuing people all those patterns that I thought were loving and caring really weren't enhancing to myself and to other people. And so when these patterns are shown to you, and here's how you can do it in a different way. Here's how you can come from a place of strength and love and power without needing to um, make other people agree with you, without needing to be right or just standing in your own power. How do you get into a relationship with somebody who isn't like your mom? <laughs> like your mom? Yeah, we tend to. Well, you know what? We tend to attract what we know. So as long as you are doing patterns and, and you know, if you've been single or in a number of relationships, whether you're a man or woman, you know, women say, I keep attracting the same man in different pants. Like what is going on? That's because we haven't changed. We haven't grown. We haven't, you know, a lot of people have this belief, well, this is just the way I am. No, it's not. This is the way you are to this point, but you can evolve. You can grow with self-knowledge of how to do that for you. You know, you can go to a Tony Robbins uh, seminar and come out, rah, 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 and boy, I'm really going to be a great salesman. But if those aren't your strong traits, you will not be. Nope. And so understanding what it is that makes you great. That starts the basis of self-esteem, self-acceptance, um, growth. And the thing that I teach people when they use this personality model is, is growing with compassion. Like looking at yourself, like I've been working on this for years and, and then all of a sudden I'll do something. Like, huh, isn't that interesting that I reacted that way? So what's that about? And that makes life juicier. That makes life more interesting. It makes people more interesting. So how do you go about taking this test? How do I, what do you mean? Now, how, how, how does somebody go about it? If they're saying, you know, that would be really beneficial for me to take this test. How do they go about getting that done? Go to my website, eileenhead.com. This is a complimentary test. The reason I am so passionate about what I do is I struggled so long in that marriage and I, it affected my self-esteem and my self-worth. And if I can short circuit 
and get people to growth, to happiness, to connection faster. That's what I'm passionate about. And so that's why the Enneagram is the basis of all my, my teaching. And then from there goes vibrational energy, the law of attraction, uh, recognizing your patterns, uh, your choices. Uh, most people don't realize that their life is about choice and no choice, not making decisions is still a choice. Choosing to stay stuck, choosing to stay in fixed thinking is a choice. It's not a good choice, but it's a choice. And because it's easier, I suppose, because there is, in order to really develop into who you really are, there is, and some people take many, many lifetimes to be able to accomplish that. Um, but in order to keep moving forward with it, it does take work, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it takes a choice and setting an intention, an intention to become, start to become self-aware. And that's what I say about no judgment and compassion. Isn't that interesting? I reacted that way. What's that about? And then if you have the Enneagram knowledge, it's like, well, I know what that's about. For my personality, a lot of it was rejection and, and helping was my worth. I need to help in order to feel valued. And so working through that, I don't need to do that. I don't need a payback from that. I now can help unconditionally or ask people, are you open to some feedback? Would you like some help? You give them the information and you let go of outcome. Outcome is another huge thing about uh, letting go of outcome. Just let it go. I, there was a song by Paul McCartney, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, yep. yeah. Let it go, but and or just let it be. Um, and it's, when people come to you, mm -hmm. I imagine they come to you in all in all sorts of states of of upset and and stuff. Mm -hmm. And do you have them take the test first? And then you kind of analyze each one individually and then you bring them together. How does it work for you when you work with a couple? Uh, it's very early on. You know, I usually do an introductory to find out what's going on. And a lot of times, um, you know, a lot of my clients are middle-aged women who, who, you know, they've raised the kids, they've worked hard and they're at the point where is this all there is? And there's this, this low grade depression, dissatisfaction, um, I see their husbands walking on eggshells. They know their wives are unhappy. They have no idea how to fix this. And um, so there's, there's, you feel stuck. You feel trapped. You know, everybody, a lot of people often feel stuck, trapped, and unloved in relationships. And so how do you get onto that? Well, you need someone from the outside to show you that. I just worked with a gal, and her personality type is an expressor. And so emotional, sensitive, um, when you're not um, validated, the emotions can become quite dramatic. And so then people shut you down because your emotions are more than they can handle. And so I worked with her, uh, you know, very briefly. I don't believe in long coaching. I believe in short-term coaching. And, and she was just... Um, you know, in tears a lot of the time, you mean it's okay for me to have feelings, to not shut them down, to, yes, if you manage them, have your feelings and manage your impact on other people. That's the whole point of it. And that's a great point it is, too. Yeah. You know, I have con I've been in contact with a lot of people over, over time, and the two questions that seem to come up repeatedly and incessantly are, 
is this all there is? Mm-hmm. I mean, is this all there is to life? And why am I really here? Mm-hmm. What is my passion? What is what am I here to do? Mm-hmm. Because I don't feel like I'm doing what I really want to do or can do. Then you know, and, and so in your work, I imagine that happens a lot. Yeah, you know, I'm spiritual based. I'm I'm soul based, and that's what I want to to um, assist people is to get to the part of that where life is. Uh, isn't that interesting? Everything happens for a reason. Every, for my, these are my beliefs. Everything happens for a reason. Everything's in perfect timing, uh, and there's something to be learned. So there's life lessons. If if you see a repetitive pattern that's coming to you, the pattern is like, oh, there it's a little bit, and then it gets stronger, and stronger. And if you don't do something about it, there's a life crisis, and you still get a choice to do something with it or not. And my personal belief is that's where dis-ease comes in. There is dis-ease in you. There is dis-ease in your life, in your belief, in your um, unhappiness. We want to love and be loved. We want to connect with other people, and we want to be valued. Yes, we do, doggone it. And a lot of times <laughs> we're just not valued for who we think we are. But we, who we think we are is not who we are necessarily being perceived as by other people sometimes yeah it depends on their personality and how they're perceiving you and where they are on the personal growth um spectrum right Uh, that's the other thing i love about the enneagram there's nine levels of behavior within each personality from undeveloped to developed so you can take your personality and you can say okay here's my patterns okay i'm middle row sometimes i spiral down but here's what i'm attaining to and the cool thing about this is you know, we are in the box of our personality, but as you do this growth work, you release yourself from the box and you, you're not identifiable as that personality so much because you're, you know, we, we have all nine in us. We have all nine traits, but we can only have one home type. It just, for me, it makes life so much juicier. I can see someone spiraling out of control and totally understand where they are and what's happening and maybe respond to them. And that surprises them, doesn't it? Yeah. It, well, especially when I don't have any energy in a need for them back. Right. I, can, I don't have the need there. I can just respond. Or I've had situations where someone's gotten upset with me. And instead of what most people do is respond back, they, they um, you know, they, they react back and I can, I can, I I don't need to do that anymore. It's like, what's going on and what are you reacting to? And I'm sorry you're upset about. And sometimes, you know, well, a lot of times it's about them. It's not about me. So sometimes I will stand on, you know, you can be upset with me. I'm here to teach you. I'm here to help you react. So maybe you learn that life lesson. What percentage of success are people that that come to you are really, really interested in changing their behavior or are they just looking for a short fix? Uh, people don't come to me for the short fix. That's not the energy I put out there. Okay. I, I don't attract those type of people. The people who come to me are looking for answers. They're searching for wanting more. Um, you know, people say to me all the time, you have an amazing life. You're so lucky. And I say, there's no luck involved. I have consciously created my life. I manifest things to me. I mean, I had, 
I manifested four months in Mexico last year when last September it was like, well, I don't have the money to do that and I don't have anyone to go with. And that totally switched. Mindset, fixed thinking, get yourself out of that. That's, I'm afraid, easier said than done. <laughs> well, that's why you need me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because we, it's hard sometimes for us to understand uh, a different way of thinking when all we've had, all we've known mm -hmm. is the thinking that we've done mm -hmm. and the stories that we've told ourselves. Oh, and, I'm glad you brought that up. And there are stories that we tell ourselves that are not only wrong, but they're very, very self-defeating. Every time you repeat your story, every time you repeat your victim story, you are reigniting the energy, that victim energy that is going to keep you stuck. You might have been victimized. You might have had um, trauma and abuse, but that's not who you are. And um, that's a chapter in your life. It's your choice to make it a life story or a chapter. And you can, and you have the ability to change it. I, yeah, I, um, you know, I, 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 the victim perspective is so prevalent that it really takes consciousness uh, to choose to positive thinking, gratitude. Um, those things are so powerful that people do not realize that little shift into every day, I'm going to choose to be positive. I'm going to pick three things. Um, at night, I'm going to be grateful. They start creating a pattern of that, and their life shifts just simply by doing those sorts of things. I had a mentor who told me one time, and um, he just looked at me and he said, by the way, when you wake up in the morning, your life is empty and meaningless. And I said, what, 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 what do you mean? I have meaning. I'm like, no, you misunderstand me. Every morning when you get up, you get to decide mm -hmm. what the meaning of your life is going to be. Mm -hmm. And you decide how you're going to fill your day up. Yeah. And if you, and if you do that, because then that becomes very, very empowering and very freeing. I would think. Oh, without question. You know, I've been working with law of attraction and vibrational energy a long time now. Yeah. And certainly I have down days too. And what I know for sure that if I spiral down even a little bit, all of a sudden these things are happening to me. What's okay. I get it. <laughs> get myself back up, get my, and if, if it's something that I'm struggling with, I too have coaches. I too have mentors and I phone them up and say, look, this is what's going on. We work on it. Boom. I'm back up again. Most people should have someone that they could go to that's going to mentor them to be better, to grow, to have a different perspective, to uh, hold them accountable, hold them responsible. You have a response ability. You always have an ability to change your response. Absolutely. You know, and, and interesting, I remember where I was when... JFK was assassinated. I remember where I was when Bobby died. I remember where I was on 9-11. I also remember where I saw the secret for the very first time. Mm -hmm. It was a very impactful, impactful movie because we had never 
heard anything that people at large had never heard anything like that before. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. did you do, do, were you a practicer of the law of a practicer? I don't know if that's <laughs> even a word. Did you practice the law of attraction before you saw the movie or was it part of that whole package? Yeah, I'd already been um, in the self-growth training, I'll call it. You know, I'd gone to um, self-esteem facilitator with Jack Canfield and, and you know, many of, of those sorts of programs. So I already was uh, in, in incorporating those in my life. And, uh, you know, the only thing about the secret is a lot of people put into practice some of those things and then and then when things didn't come to them it was well this doesn't work i feel betrayed i feel you know i feel um uh, that's that's a hoax there is parts of this that you need to it's the responsibility you can't just imagine it you need to do the work inside to bring it to you they're combined and that's the one you're right that is the one thing if i could have asked her to recut the movie mm-hmm. that the law of attraction, you get your head involved and your, and your heart involved and you start working towards it, but then you work, you work very hard mm-hmm. for it and you do the mm-hmm. best you can, but things, if you do that, you are rewarded exponentially for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My life, you know, there's just so many things now that are just coming to me. You know, the, I, I, I wanted a, um, a painting of a poppies. I thought, you know, I really like a painting of poppies. And so I go to Value Village here, which is a, you know, a, a recycling store. And I walk in, 1999, there's the exact picture I visualized. You know, I, I had a house for sale and, and they told me you will never sell this house for this amount of money. Uh, we only want the land. And when I went to sell it, this realtor said, well, how much do you want to sell it for? And I said, well, I want to list it for $65,000 over, over land value. He said, you'll never get that. Well, I got forty-five dollars uh, in three weeks. And he went. And I said, well, let me show you my vision board. Uh, and then I bought the house I'm in now. And um, that, I can show you the pictures. It's a end bungalow, hillside bungalow, walkout, end unit, adult community, tree out front, identical almost except that one had a double car garage and mine has a single car garage. I didn't stipulate that. And you didn't need a two car garage anyway. Well, possibly. Well, you get more square footage if you don't, but um, it's, it's uh, you start living your life with more joy, more passion, and you learn to thrive. And, you know, even when women come to me and they say, well, my partner won't come, they don't need to come. You work on them. I will teach you how to engage them, how to have a different conversation where it's you're not wrong. It's tell me if this is true for you. This is what I'm working on for me. I didn't realize this, that this probably impacted you. That's a very different conversation than generally goes on. And it shifts. It shifts everything. Exactly. By the way, we're talking with Eileen Head. She is the um, a relationship whisperer. And she does, she's got a whole program. Go to EileenHead.com and you can learn all about her. And I want to take you back, back into the mists of time. Because there was a moment, if you recall it, I remember when mine was, but there was a moment when you said, 
Is this all there is? And how can I change? How can I make a difference? Do you recall when that moment was and how long ago it was? Oh, certainly throughout my marriage. Um, it just, it just kept building. It kept building. Um, uh, had an opportunity on our 25th wedding anniversary, something happened and, and um, I, it was like I was at a crossroads. And I often wonder if I had been able to change my pattern and to speak up and to say how hurt I was or what I needed in that time or, um, you know, just been able to, uh, you know, say what I was feeling and what I needed, it might have changed everything. But we both had our patterns where we didn't speak up, just like you were talking about, like we were like business partners, not heart connected. And as that got, um, I, you know, as I stayed longer and longer, because, you know, could I, I married at 18, could I be on my own? Could I make it on my own? Um, you know, if I make this choice, it's going to impact uh, my kids, it's going to impact everybody else. Well, it impacts them when you stay too, and you're very unhappy. So yeah, there are many moments and, and, um, you know, it just got to the point where I started getting callbacks on medical things. And uh, I had different spiritual experiences that were happening to me, that it was like, it's time you you've got to go or you will become ill. I knew that. I suggest everybody do this because this is what I did uh, when I because I, uh, we went over to a couple of friends house and we were having this deep discussion about spirituality versus religion and meditation, which in some people was like of the devil and and oh. other people were just swore by and stuff. And and my friend said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to a metaphysical bookstore or if you don't have one that's in the area, go to like Barnes and Noble and go to the spirituality section and look at the books there and buy the first book that speaks to you. Uh-huh. And that book will lead you down the road to probably a second book and to, to more information. And you'll, you'll start understanding a little bit more about yourself and about what your needs are, because we all do that. I think that everybody, all of us do the same thing at one point in our lives. It might be when we're 30, it might be when we're 60. In my case, I was 42, but it was important. And uh, it, it quite, it literally changed the direction of my life. Yeah. You know, when people get that yearning, when they get the yearning for there's got to be more, there has to be more. I'm, I'm yearning for this. And, and that's when the universe sort of conspires. And I believe it brings it to you. And whether you recognize it or see it, or you go into a bookstore and a book fall off a shelf, or all of a sudden someone will mention something and you go, yeah, I, I would like some of that too. Or uh, that's what I want. That's that's your your soul tugging um, for you to um, to look for answers, to start that deep dive within yourself to what is it that I want? What is it that I'm yearning for? Um, how can I take responsibility to create the life I desire? Many of us don't believe that we can. Mm, I understand that. I You're was told there. from a very early age. I was that, there. Yep. And we're told for, you know, I was told really, and by, by not so much them saying, son, I want you to grow up and get a job and have a picket fence and 2.3 kids and a wife and, and you're going to be happy until you retire and then you're going to die. I wasn't how it was presented to me, but it was, mm-hmm. I, I it looked at the 
my parents around me and what they did and uh, my friends' parents and what they did. And it was all kind of the same thing. And so that's what I thought life was. Mm-hmm. And But you get to a point where you're not satisfied mm-hmm. with that anymore. And, um, and e- even within my marriage, because we did not communicate well, we did not mm-hmm. change together mm-hmm. very well. And so we drifted apart. Yeah. And we didn't even recognize that until it was way too late. Yeah, you know, the growing experience of divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun, I'll tell you. I call that the opportunity for a lot of self-growth when you go through (laughs) a divorce. And, um, you know, the interesting thing is I was very traditional. Uh, We had this big group of friends. And when I decided to leave, I had no idea it was going to cause this kerfuffle. I mean, there were women getting a new BMW, a diamond earrings. One couple been married 15 years and never got an engagement ring, got taken out and wined and dined to a resort. And like this threw everybody crazy. But what happened is I changed my values. I changed the belief that, okay, you're unhappy, but you just stick it out because you're married because that's what you do. I changed my belief and it's like, I am dishonoring myself and my husband by living with him when I no longer loved him and it caused a lot of stress. So when I left, it was like, I got voted off the island. My whole social group not only turfed me, were very angry and and quite, um, uh, they were quite mean. They would come face to face and turn away in disgust and Uh, Was that an opportunity for growth? But I already had the Enneagram. I understood why they were reacting the way they were. And one of the themes of my personality type is rejection. Well, it gave me an opportunity to work through that (laughs) in spades because they all did. (laughs) Yeah, and that happens a lot, Uh I think, in a married situation where everybody, when they split up, everybody chooses sides. And well, so it's you, values, right? Yeah. You change the values so you no longer fit. Yes. And my values changed and I was doing the radio show and all of that. And, and so when, when we got divorced, everybody left. And mm-hmm. other than my immediate family, everybody left to, to help her. As a matter of fact, they helped her move and nobody would help me move. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so what stuck. happens is it kind of depends on who plays the victim the hardest. Everyone ah. has been hurt and victimized. And so they identify with the victim, right? They, they don't honor the person who feels they're honoring themselves and, and their partner. It's like, oh, this poor person, look how sad they are. Well, that person had an opportunity to do something in that relation, like my husband, for 35 years. And after I left, went, oh, okay, do you want to do something? Ah, no, it's too late. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, Sorry, it- but it's too late. <laughs> I hate it when somebody declares themselves the victim, but they're the ones that in, in, that began the process and then had the affair. And, and yeah. you know, and but, but all the friends, see, if you'd have been a better guy, she wouldn't mm-hmm. have had the affair, you know, and all of that uh, kind of stuff. So it was, it, it turned but out. That's the justification again, right? People yep. make justifications about all sorts of things so that they feel better. That's exactly right because they were they were in cahoots with with her with the 
uh, development of this relationship with this oh. other fella. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's that's very uh, painful. Well, it it took it was it was painful for a very long time, but yeah. I came to realize that just like with with your work, I came to realize that everything happens for a reason, and because of where I want to go, I couldn't take them with me anyway. Right, they would have fallen away. Yeah. And so I'm better off. It was, it's like one of those, it's like taking off one of those band-aids and, and you do it either fast or slow. It's better to do it fast. Yeah. 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 No kidding. Um, the, uh, yeah, it's, it's because you change, you don't fit with them anymore, but more importantly, they don't fit with you going into your new life with your new values, your new perspective and your new choices. Yes. And you, you are so true. Uh, by the way, we're talking with Eileen uh, Head, and uh, I, I really want to take this personality test because it, it'll be, and you, I'm sorry, what do you call it again? Enneagram. Enneagram. <laughs> and you can go to her website, which is EileenHead.com, and you can take the, it's right there in the middle, personality test, and you can take that. And uh, now what what will happen when you take it? Will you get a, a email printout yeah. of it? I'm in the process of redesigning my CRM, so hopefully it work, will work, but my email's at the bottom in case it doesn't work and, and you can contact me that way. But you you register for the course, the test is sent to you, and then I, you know, I follow up with resources. I've got all I've got a lot of free resources for people. I've got ebooks for singles and couples and and some stuff that's not even listed, uh, free calls. Um, I am a no pressure person. I'm not here to pressure you. I am here to support people who are looking for that 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 spurt of, of um, uh, self growth, self awareness that are really searching for a juicier life. That they want to thrive. That they want to enjoy life and and have meaning. Like even even when things happen to you, you know, people will in this who've done some of the work can have a car accident and go, well, you know that really ended up to be a great experience for me because I realized no matter what it is, you start to give meaning for everything in your life of what's going on and what's happening. And, oh, okay. well, And life's just so much juicier. It truly is. Can I tell you a quick story? Sure. Love it. Um, when I was, after, after I, I was doing the radio for a period of time, I ran out of money. Uh, the divorce happened. I, I call it my my bad country music song era, and uh, and had that for about four years. And then I drove uh, a city bus, and I got the job from somebody I met because of the radio. Um, I got the job to drive a bus, and I drove that for twelve years. And then uh, a year before I quit driving the bus, I started my pod, my first podcast, which is uh, my Independence Report, and which is now morphed into Positive Talk Radio. And uh, I said, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to be, I want to be clear about this point. Be careful what you say to the universe, because it could, they're, they're going to do everything in their power to make it happen for you. So um, I was with my son one day and we were looking for, I, and I've been told by a friend about this, this place. And so we went to this 55 plus community, found this particular place, loved it. It's in my price range bought it was going to make uh, my expenses go down so i would be set in that respect and then so as i was moving in 
Um, I the I fell walking up there like four steps and i of course had to fall i tripped over one of them and fell tore my rotator cuff completely mm -hmm. off Ooh. Oh. and and then i had to have surgery on that and so i was going to be out for close to a year because of that but then two months later i was babysitting my son's dog who was eight weeks old and he got mixed up in my feet and i fell again and i tore the rotor the uh tendon on my other arm <laughs> no, neither arm worked and my knee didn't work so it was but my attitude was oh good now i don't have to go back to work and i'm going to get you know I, I, the financial thing is going to be fine and and now i can concentrate on what my passion is yeah. which is how what they designed it to be the entire time anyway so like i said be careful what you ask for i'd ask for a way that i didn't have to drive a bus anymore and that i could do this full time and well i got to but exactly that's exactly it put out there what it is you're yearning for not the how you're not looking for the how you put out there what 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 you're looking for in your life what you need and then let go of outcome like i said in however that's brought to you it may not look like how you think it's going to be but if when you look back later like you're doing it's like wow isn't that cool that how that all came about it really is. And yeah. it, it was orchestrated and it was orchestrated to absolute perfection. I yeah. couldn't have done it by myself. It was all orchestrated from in my, in, from the other side, because this is what they told me. This is what I should be doing. This is what talking to people like you, mm -hmm. interview, interviewing people like you on positive talk is what I should be doing. Mm hmm. And so I feel really, really confident and, and, and proud of that. So, yeah. so it didn't matter. I, I went through a little bit of pain. So what? I had to call 911 to say, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. And, 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 I, and I, of course, I was sitting there and I'm going, and I suppose you've heard this before, but <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. And she said, are you joking? And I said, well, only wish I were, but I have fallen and I can't get up. Yeah, yeah. So, so they sent the uh, uh, aid car and all that kind of good stuff. But, but it worked out. It worked out perfectly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, um, Eckhart Tolle talks about the pain body around our body, and you know, if we if we um, keep holding on to the wounds and the trauma and the abuse or whatever happened to us, that's what we attract. We are like radios or TV signals that go out. What goes out gets uh, identified and is put back to us. And so, you know, you really need to be very, very uh, conscious of your thought process and, and what you're, so your mind is like a computer. What you type into it, it accepts it as fact. And, you know, if you, I catch myself, okay, I know why that's happening. I did that. I said that. There again. Thank you for that lesson. Again. I'm not going to repeat that again. And we need to be aware that this is what's actually going on. And they're and they're doing it out of love, and they're doing it for our absolute best interest. But what they really want us to do is to not settle, is yeah. to go for it. Yeah. And and because we, you know, this life is very short. Mm. And rather than being conservative and saying, all right, I interviewed a lady not, uh, not too long ago. She was 70 years old. Uh, she had Social Security and she had a job. She said, I really don't like this job. I really want to do 
this. That's my passion, but I'm scared about losing income. And I, and I, and I said, fear will get you every time. You can't be mm -hmm. fearful. Believe yeah. in what you, who you are and what you're going to do. And it will work for you. See, the thing is that um, in our countries, our countries were settled by immigrants from other countries. And yes. they came to this country and it was bloody hard. There was lack. There was uh, never enough. So the lack mentality, if, you know, we are unconscious that we still have that lack mentality. And even for me, like up to a year ago, it was like, I need to really start working on this because, you know, this lack stuff keeps coming up. And so, you know, I, this fixed thinking box that I was in, I sat down, I reevaluated my resources. Um, is it possible for me uh, with this to possibly go to Mexico and have that experience? I never would have been able to do that if I hadn't sat down and realized that I was maintaining a lack perspective and it turned out fabulous i couldn't agree with you more by the way we've been talking with eileen head go to eileenhead.com eileen our time grows short but i wanted to give you a moment to talk to our audience and tell them anything that you would like them to know the ones that are listening now or will be in the future life is about choices and you know i i, I use this analogy that we're in a boat and we're going down a river. And a lot of us are sitting there and we're going, oh, I'd like to do that. Oops, the boats, the river's going fast. Well, that went past. Okay, there's something else coming up here. I think I'd like to do that. Oh, maybe I can't do that. I'm not sure. Whoop, that went past. We need to pick up the oars. We need to row our own boat. We need to make decisions on what, how we want our life and our relationships to be. And I will tell you that many times relationships that were over um, turned out that this person was really the love of their life, that they could reignite, rejuvenate, and, and they could find a partner um, in a relationship, no matter what age you are. There's people all over the world of all ages still getting married and in relationships. It comes down to perspective. It comes down to choice. Um, responsibility, like that mindset stuff is really, really important to keep yourself on track, to create what it is you desire. Exactly. I've got a funny experience for you uh, before we go. And that is uh, after, after my wife and I decided we were going to get a divorce and I was at a friend's house and we had helped them put their marriage back together. <laughs> and, and she was, and she was like, you guys helped me. I want to help you. So I turned around and went home and she was in bed and it was, the room was dark. And, uh, I said, talk to Mary and Mary says she wants to help us work through this and get together. I'm willing to go to counseling. Mm -hmm. Are you? Mm -hmm. And there was, <laughs> you could almost hear her brain turning. Uh, as it was like, eh, oh, how am I going to get out of this? How am I going to get out of this? And and uh, uh, because at that point it was it was long gone, but that gave it finality at least, yeah. and in in my own mind. So, uh, but I just thought it was so funny that that she was like, oh shit, how am I going to get out of this? Uh, you know why most people don't want to go to a therapist because they don't want. To... Go ahead. Yeah, because they don't want to be told what's wrong with them. 
And that's why I love the Enneagram because it's not about that. It's about understand this about yourself and your partner understand this about and you understand that there's no right or wrong. This is this is this is just understanding. Um, yeah, so many people. I want Eileen. I want to have you on again because we got a lot more to discuss. <laughs> and you're 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 very talented at what you do. And I want to thank you very much because my wife, the reason she didn't want to go to counseling, it was she was frightened at what she was going to discover about herself. Yeah, yeah. And isn't, isn't that a sad place to be, a powerless place to be of fear, worry, anxiety? Uh, those, those are the, um, the soul. Uh, <laughs> they kill your soul. <laughs> it's, a, she, it's a soul blocker. She was, it, it, because the fear and, and it, it blocked her ability to step outside of herself and to recognize mm-hmm. it maybe uh, with some help. We could find out. I mean, we only invested 24 years. I realize it's not 35, but it's still, <laughs> it's still not chicken feed either. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. And I had a 16 year old boy and a 19 or an 18 year old boy. And they were, and the, it hit them very hard. This yeah. this whole thing. Cause she lied to it. And anyway, there's a whole story, but anyway, it, it, it was hard, but I, I appreciate you for coming on and talking. With me. Thank you. I thank you for having me on. I, uh, my passion is is uh, mentoring people and, and walking beside them and helping them to create a, a life of joy and, and to thrive, a juicier life. That, that, and you're accomplishing your goal and you're helping people one, one couple, one person, uh, one situation at a time. And, yeah. uh, that's, that's, and that's really all we can do. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's a journey. Eileen Head, thank you very much. Go to EileenHead.com for more information. And you stay right there, and I'll be right back. Thanks, Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to one another because each other's all we got.